Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, Rob, the old guy. The old guy. And holy crap, we have a new guy for the, for the guest today since he hasn't been on in six weeks. It seems like Brian week. Preston. He's here. I guess not. Don't get excited. Anyway. I'm just going to sit here silently. Yeah, he's just going to be quiet. So you can, oh, although I will. my role. Yeah. <laughs> well, one one of the things we we marveled about last week, and and Ryan, don't don't take this wrong, but <laughs> but the swear level, the swear level was virtually none last week, and we got talking. See, you, <laughs> we got you talking, guys need me apparently. Yeah, apparently, there was a there was a whole reason we kind of went. Wait a minute. I, I swear machine was broken. I actually, I actually had somebody who's a fan of the show going, um, can you guys either say you cuss a lot or, or maybe back it off? <laughs> Start the show. We have um, to, the, the disclaimer. I'm just going to shoot, uh, soap bars at Ryan's mouth every time he cusses. <laughs> and we're going to hear about Ryan's mouth more after this. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. They have online monthly game nights on Discord, so make sure you stop by their Facebook page for event times and dates. You can also grab a free quarantine version of the game straight off their website. Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And just for an update, y'all, they have a live... Uh, sometime this week, I think it's the 6th of March, they're having an uh, another online game night. Make sure you check it out and download the pack... From their website. Sixth of March. <laughs> is that Ives of March? So, out of there's there, there's a headline I did not expect to read, and it's quite hilarious. And hey, um, you're still going to read it. It's it's hilarious, and it it's almost a medical test. Well, the technique. Well, you'll see. Ryan will get it. Japan asks China to stop anal COVID tests on Japanese citizens. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And this is, uh, hey. you know, the, the dedication that the Japanese people have. I'll tell you, huh? You know, <laughs> like, like, I mean, how many people were just, were just like, like, all right, man, I guess if it's for the greater good, yeah, go, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I also recently. Japanese just went right along with it. I also read a hud- uh, headline. I didn't read the article because I, 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 it's one of those things you, you put away and then when you click your phone on again, it's disappeared. It disappears. But yeah. Apparently uh, some of the U S were asking China to stop doing that to our dip, uh, the diplomats. Uh, you're saying that some of our diplomats actually went ahead and said, Oh sure. Go ahead and give me a, give me an anal COVID-19 test. Yeah. They were, so, they were, they were looking for smuggled items, I guess. Uh, COVID. You know, I, I've I've always had a real problem with the 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 anal like you do this a lot for like for like children or whatever, the the anal uh temperature gauge thermometers. Yeah. Yeah. Um and they're like like, oh it, it's just more accurate and, and, and you don't have to to you know have it like like plus or minus, you know, two degrees. It's like, you know what? Do the math. I have faith in you, science. <laughs> Figure it out. Stick some shit in my kid's ear. You know, I get. Yeah, he's you not going to be able to sit steady at, at one year old with a with a thing in his under his tongue. But that's what you got the ear thing for. Like, like, don't be a dick. Hey, you just go with the high low. How far? How, how bad can it be? Right? I mean, a degree here, a degree there. Pff, 
Big deal. Kids yeah, fine. Great, great. All of a sudden, it's like poker. I'm either getting a deuce or a queen. That's awful. Already, yeah. the United States and, has protested to China after learning some of the U.S. officials were subject to the testing method, according to CNN. Oh, my God. Many Japanese employees in Beijing have criticized China, has criticized China carrying out coronavirus tests using anal swabs as an action that would humiliate people. I didn't even know that was a thing. And could violate their human rights and <laughs> dignity. They were violated, yeah, I was all right. Say, I'm like, are they, are they claiming it's a violation of the Geneva Geneva Convention. Yeah, right. So my here here's my question. It'll be added. Was this be like, you know, like like in the airport when you get asked to <laughs> excuse me, sir, would you please come with me when you're about to get like, you know, the 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 glove they used in pregnant cows, or they just bend you over in front of a bunch of people and then continue to to probe away for some sort of viral. That's no, just the sure day you hope you don't have a slick in your underwear, people. man. <laughs> Uh, honestly, surprising everybody. Surprise anal anal swab. Honestly, I didn't know if, it was a thing. I mean. If I was going to get a surprise spot check, I'd defecate my pants just to give him a surprise. It's like, hey, if I'm getting humiliated, you, you know, yeah, I, I, how would you like to be the test person for that one? <laughs> yeah, hoping yeah. Somebody, yeah, you know, I swear, I've I've heard a lot of people say something to that effect. The uh, the the oh, I I shit my pants just to just make it a you know horrible experience for him or. Oh, I'm I'm going to the prison and I and I fear you know shower rape, uh, so I'm gonna just have walk around with like a crusty ass all day or whatever. Like I, I don't think anybody actually has the conviction to go through with it. <laughs> I, you know, I'll be honest. It depends. If I was in a, if I was forced to be in some sort of like post apocalyptic line and I'm being forced to bend over, I drop one like it was hot. Oh man! Uh, by the way, sorry for the bad, you know, THX 1138 image in your head. If because oh, that's what I was oh, picturing. What a way to start out. Now I love the fact that we started this show by <laughs> saying we're going to have a cleaner show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and also I wanted to to, to mention this again. Uh, you you don't put in like an explicit label. On, on these things in general? It's 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 explicit. I've never said this show was family friendly. Matter of fact, I had people say, Hey, is Real Flicks Reviews family friendly? I said uh, it, but it yeah. depends on which week yeah. Yeah. which week you whiny fucking baby telling well, you to tone it down. Well that that's my question was like how uh, like how old exactly? If you're talking about like twenty year olds, they need to grow up. If you're talking about six year olds, um you you, you may want to stick to having them watch Baby Shark. That's, yeah, maybe maybe don't play this in in your car on the way to drop them off at school. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I thought it was kind of funny. You know, we talk about cleaning your language, and then I talk about you know being anally swabbed. So I thought it was rather hula- yeah. hilarious. Well, good look, good I, segue. I get, exactly. I yeah. guess that in certain segments and certain moments, we can definitely lull somebody into a false sense of security. These guys haven't, <laughs> you know, been swearing or talking about anything crazy, and then, and then boom, John or, or or James will left turn this shit <laughs> into into some just like whoa, we're talking about that now. Okay, <laughs> you know, king of the ba- kings of the bad segues. You know, uh, that should be yeah. your title, John. King, yeah. King, yeah. And it, you know, it's not like the segue where the guy drove off the cliff. That's not what I'm talking about. No. Oh, have you guys watched any of the, the Michael, uh, the Michael Franzis, um, YouTube channel? I don't know who that crickets. is. You got crickets <clears throat> so going here. What the hell are you talking about? Michael, Michael Franzis. He was, um, no one knows this person. Oh, he was a capo in the, the New York mob. He oh, was, we all know all the capos in New York. Well, he oh, was, oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, he's well. He's one of the mob. He was one of the mobsters in the eighties or nineties that 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 turned. Um, oh yeah, I think I got a picture up on my wall connected he, with some yarn to other pictures. <laughs> 
yeah, this coming from the guy who you I've said, hey, have you listened to this YouTube channel? It's like, oh, I've been listening to forever. Stop that. Um, <laughs> but look, I grant you that we all get into some esoteric shit every now and again. Yeah, James we'll go down the rabbit hole. It's Michael Franzes. It's F R A N Z E S E. Um, he was the guy who was doing the New York gas, uh, gas uh, scam. He's been on uh, like history channel shows talking about it. He has a YouTube channel and he's talking about actual mob stuff. His name has been brought up on, and some of those mob movies, I think it was Goodfellows. Um, is if you get a chance, Did it's you just say good fellows. Good. How am I supposed to say it? What is it? Good fellows. Okay. Mm, so I'm wrong. Good fellows. fellows. Fellas. Jesus Christ, they don't work at a fucking university. Fellas. Fellows. <laughs> okay. You finally pronounce Thank something you, right and you get a bunch of shit for it. Right? Okay. <laughs> it's like when I mentioned Christoph Waltz. That, is, that is true. I get the irony. <laughs> okay, so where are we going with this guy, John? <laughs> yeah, where are we going with this Oh, one? I just wanted to mention, if you guys ever want to watch a really interesting um, conversation this guy sits down with three of his kids and like a sit down interview and they're they're talking to him and it was one of the most interesting um things i've heard because this guy was a legitimate mobster mm. um you know one of these really dangerous guys and he just sits down talk about mob life and it's it's one of the more interesting like slices of life type of things Hey, you he know, knows this is going to get him. Killed, I think right? I'd rather watch the episode where uh, Meadow finds out that her dad's not just a sanitation worker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good episode. <laughs> it was. Yeah, we all need uh, cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, just with the lifestyle they were living, I don't know how she really thought he was. <laughs> yeah, no, he. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's like a like a garbage man, but he's like a supervisor. That's how we yeah, live in this a mansion. Really good yeah. one, a really well-paid supervisor. Well, yeah. <laughs> he picks up a lot of garbage. Mm-hmm. So, anybody, yeah. anybody have a story? If not, I've got one more, which is hilarious. Twitch, I, Twitch centers live Metallica concert with dorkiest music imaginable. So they had Twitch as the opening act? So Twitch is a streaming service. So Metallica was doing oh, a concert, okay. and, and, be, and because they're afraid of getting a, a violation, kind of Twitch. They, they Twitch pulled the stream and replaced it with like really cheesy music. Hmm. And a lot what of- What kind of violation was it again? Uh, yeah. Probably because they were playing live, they were playing Metallica music, and Twitch was probably afraid of getting in trouble for it. Wait, hmm. who was playing Metallica music? Metallica. Twitch. Yeah. Okay. So the streaming, Metallica the was streaming doing live- service Twitch. Yeah. So, like, uh, so was, me, I see. So, yeah, so it see, was not Metallica sanctioned. Some asshole was just recording no, it. Like and- I, like, let me restate it. What I said, Metallica was on Twitch playing a concert and Metallica was playing their own songs and Twitch pulled Metallica's concert and replaced it with cheesy music. Uh, there was some uh, adult content in the Metallica's music. And, and Twitch decided that it's not appropriate for our audience. Kind of sounds like we started out like. But what most likely happened <laughs> is they had. But most what most likely yeah, happened. Yeah, definitely not on Twitch. That would have they, they. Some of their people are savages. What most likely happened? It was an auto system that heard these tunes uh, sounded familiar. Yeah. But everybody's laughing because they're the reason why Napster and a couple other these organizations got pulled down, and it happened to them when they're playing. You know. Their own well, music that's, lives. That's actually that's actually why I'm I'm assuming that you're that you're right as far as like it was just some like like algorithm that heard Metallica and somebody plugged Metallica in because they know they're super litigious about that kind of thing, and it was just right. like this auto like like oh Metallica we gotta we gotta block this. So this but this was sanctioned by Twitch, right? 
Well, it's it's. Well, I mean, or or what? Which is the thing? No, I understand. You can just basically sign up for and you stream whatever you want. So it sounds like Metallica just had an account oh, and no. decided to start throwing it up there. Got it. But but Metallica sues all the time when their music is used without their permission. Yeah. So right. So I'm thinking like if like if I wanted to go on and 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 do some Twitch stuff, play some games or something, and I had Metallica music playing something in their algorithms like nope can't do that because do we're that. gonna get sued by metallica got it when, when you hear a 12 minute song with a five minute solo oh metallica or at least the, the, uh, yeah. the late stuff <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the new stuff not so much you know how much energy it takes to do five minutes <laughs> there's a lot you know i was listening to some pink floyd earlier and, and sort yep. of lamenting on the lack of guitar solos nowadays but you know whatever that's what it is <laughs> yeah well hey you know it's all right. So, so we, we all have, so, I, I, oh, oh, James, you, you got something? Go ahead. I can always get back to mine. So <laughs> last year we were, Sturgis was coming around and we discussed all that. Remember? So they're also thinking about holding another Sturgis rally this year. Talking about the Black Hills rally? Yeah. In, yeah. yeah. South okay. Dakota, Sturgis, South Dakota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they're going to hold it. They're trying to learn from, what they did last year and trying to make it more, I guess, uh, COVID friendly. <laughs> well, everything I, went wrong. What, whatever could go wrong yeah. went wrong is my understanding about last year's, uh, Sturgis. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they were thinking maybe 20,000, 30,000, some people would show up and apparently they had 250. Yeah. It's, it's Sturgis. You get they a, bu- ready for it. You get a bunch of motorcyclists. It's all, all, with spi- the, and, all biker guys, you know? We're, we're all the problem. Well, technically, you own a bike. So. I, well, I have a Harley. Yeah, yeah you well, know, so you're, you're a Harley owner. Well, I, I mean, I've been to Sturgis. Yeah, so have I. Uh, but not during the rally. We visited once. Well, you did. I, Mom and I also visited Sturgis during the rally. That's okay. But, so uh, so <laughs> what? Um, so did they say they're what they're going to try to do? Learn from what they did last year and try to keep it to a smaller gathering, which I don't It'll, see it won't how work. they're going to even do that and how they're going to even get people to wear masks. I mean, a lot of motorcyclists wear masks when they're on their bikes just to keep bugs out of their face. Well, they also don't uh, want the I cops to know what they look like. Around when they're walking around. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Hey, man, I've got a warrant. I'm going to wear, wear this mask. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> so, hey, it, it, it like worked for perfect. Super, it worked for Clark Kent, man. It can yeah, work for me. Right. There's, there's a... <laughs> uh, it's perfect for them. They're going to love it. If you, uh, this makes a hard drinking beer. I'm sorry. I keep jumping in late. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I just kept saying it makes it wearing a mask makes it really difficult drinking beer. That's why you look, you know, that's why you have a straw. Yeah. There are people that have like (laughs) straws attached to their mask and they can drink things through them. And (sighs) yeah, just get like a, like a camelback. Yeah. Oh, that sounds even worse. A warm bunch beer. Of warm beer in a rubber bladder. That's oh. Yeah. There's there's some, some dry eyes in that shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, uh, we're talking about funny things like about historical figures. One of the things I was looking up here that um, you know, many real there are many people who make real impacts in the world, world over the years and some of them done such wonderful things. You, you got to believe they're actually great people, but you know what? They're really not. And it's kind of interesting to some of the few that I, I pulled up. I was looking today on the, whether some of the people that we may have thought were really Thomas Edison. Well, how about Gandhi? 
Kevin, oh, Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, he was a scumbag. Oh my goodness, this man was was awful. He slept. I mean, he slept next to what his niece or or something like that to try to test his purity. Well, so he was one of the most peaceful men of, of all time. So they tried to claim <clears throat> he, he did a lot of supposedly good things, but he was also a sex addict. And and, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a. Some of the things that this guy did, if you want to look up some stuff that's just unbelievable. Is there is like a short list? Was he like Carlos Um, Danger and sending dirty pictures? Or was he doing like full on like... So, yeah, I mean, things like his dad was dying and left his dad's bedside to go have sex with his wife. And when he was... And he was 15 at the time. (laughs) His wife was 16. So... And then at the age of 38, he took a vow of chastity and he tested his sleeping with women while naked. Uh, some yeah. of them as young as 18 year olds, even younger. I mean, come on. I mean, it's what a great guy. So what's, what's, yeah. the, what's yeah. the next person on the list? Well, let's go to one of our favorite ones that we've, I mean, we've talked about before. Good old Steve jobs. Jackass. <laughs> so a lot of us own Apple products and they're pretty darn good products, but, uh, you know, if you put Steve Jobs on a pedestal and kind of put him out there and said, "Hey, you know, he's a really great guy." We're in the pedestal. As long as you're yeah. not, as long as you're not downwind. If you're upwind from Steve Jobs, you're probably a little better off. Yeah, because that dude stank from every uh, everything I've ever heard. Well, not only that, recently they're even pulling in more stuff about when Apple first started producing their products over in the Chinese factories. He he walked the conditions, and they saw some of the conditions were so bad, driving people like to exhaustion and civil workers committed suicide over the, the pace of making these phones and things. And he was perfectly fine with it. Oh, oh, see, I was thinking this was, so this is iPhone. I was thinking like maybe the Apple IIe or like the first Mac. Yeah, this, is, this, this is, goes, <laughs> this is recent, recent. Wow. Cause we already yeah. know his history of being the scumbag. Yeah. Ask Steve so, Wozniak. Well, there is more. I did look into the story with Steve Wozniak and part of the problem with Steve is that he sold off some of his stock. And that became his own problem, but he still ended up just fine. Well, the, the, He's got no complaints. Well, there's one of the stories I, I I've always heard that uh, was about Steve Wozniak designing like a game call, uh, uh, like a video game or something along that lines. And then Steve jobs ripping him off. And he's Steve jobs is just, you know, he wasn't a great guy. Of course he's not yeah. around to kick around either. Here's a, another, here's, John Lennon. Here's another one of your favorite guys. How about Walt Disney? This is a good one. Oh yeah. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know, who could anybody think, you know, the creator of Mickey Mouse and the Magic Kingdom could be a, a mean person? Turns out he was worse than the Wicked Witch of the, uh, in Snow White. He was a racist. In like, meetings, he referred yeah. to the, the seven dwarves as I don't, I don't. a bleep pile, which is horrible. He also used the term piccaninny in meetings, which is an old-fashioned offensive term for black children. Ladies and he gentlemen, also just didn't let, respect women. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue on this, this is just showing examples of what Mr. Walt Disney would say. This isn't has anything you know to what do is, with... One of his worst things was he hated cats. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I had to try to figure out if that was the musical. I'm even more okay with that. Was he anti-Semitic? Because that was the thing I've always heard about Disney. He didn't like Jews for some reason. You know what? Going down his list of what he didn't like, there were so many things that kind of went, yeah, I'm going to stop it where my notes stopped because he was. (laughs) I'm I'm recalling uh, an article I had uh, uh, read uh, this 
this whole giant fucking piece on how Mother Teresa was kind of a kind of a piece of shit. Oh yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what the details. I, I'll I'll have to pull it up and 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 report back on that one. But um, I remember it being <laughs> incredibly scathing. One of those just like like wait a second. All I ever heard, you know, was this like legend of, of Mother Teresa and just you know, used as the example. They, she was, she was the Kleenex of, of nuts. Well, one of the things uh, they said was that, um, her motives weren't pure, that really her focus was just more on boosting the numbers of <coughs> Roman Catholics than more than anything else. And so she used her position to do that. And if it looked good for her and Roman Catholics to help the poor, that's what she did. So she yeah. was all about optics. Apparently. Uh, was- <laughs> so I have, yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll have to look it up because I remember I remember being like, 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 oh wow, that you, you that this this lady is, is disturbed. Yeah. I've heard stories about the herb withholding medicine, etc. Yeah, there have been all kinds of rumors <laughs> yeah, going uh, around. So, like, it's, yeah, I was going to say I don't want to. Uh, so I do out of school, and you know. <laughs> I, I do actually have to talk. We're going to talk about. I don't people. want the Roman Catholics to come down on us. If you want to talk about people, well, who I are, fuck the Catholics. Yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> I, I would like to be correct if I was about to talk some shit about you know a uh, a venerated historical figure. Yeah, it's probably so. Yeah. If, if we want to talk about people who are scumbags or possibly scumbags, a uh, I generally don't have heroes, and this guy was a hero of mine, a gentleman by the uh, name of Ravi Zacharias. He was one of the world's greatest apologists who recently died last year. And yeah. um, one of the things he did, <laughs> he had a, a ton of um, honorary doctorate degrees. So he used to call himself uh, Dr. Ravi Zacharias. Apparently it's not frowned on, but he wasn't a legitimate doctor. But apparently he was a pervert. Yeah, there's a pervert. Now, <laughs> oh, great. There, there, was, there was a report done on, and then... Um, some people don't believe it. Some people do. Um, but there's enough evidence to lean that the way it was like he would, um, pleasure himself in front of people. Ah. He owned a, um, a massage, massage parlor. parlor. He owned a couple of apartments. Massage parlors. Yeah. And he, and so there's, there's a bunch of evidence against it, uh, against him, his, uh, ministry RZIM, um, which is named after him on the, ironically enough, um, basically, ironically enough. Yeah, right. Okay. So I, I just gonna say there's there's a bunch of stuff that says that that he was not exactly as pious because and he's I remember him preaching against some of the stuff that he did. He he would say, you know, when you're when you're in a leadership, you need to be careful and yada yada. Turns out this guy who was the world is full of hypocrites. Yeah. yeah. No, but the, 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 the piety the, always comes up to me is that, you know, <laughs> I, I my skeptical panda goes up and I immediately just start you know, thinking like, 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 okay, thou dost protest too much. There was a, there yeah. was a mega church pastor a number of years ago, five, 10, 15 years ago, who allegedly got caught with a gay prostitute. And this was the guy that was speaking against homosexuals, speaking against homosexuals. And Ravi was one of the guys that allegedly, you know, it's like, this is okay. We just need to get through this. And so he would, he would help fallen pastors. He would, you know, he spoke against some of the stuff he did. So I, uh, I don't know. This is the, it really bothered me because it's like, you know, it, at least, you know, you don't have to pretend to be pious and most people will forgive you. But if you pretend to be pious and then you speak against it, most Christians will, you know, you, there's, there's very little redemption back from that. It takes a lot. And, uh, I was really hurt by that. Mm. And his, and his, his kids too. That's the part. Yeah. His, his kids and his wife. 
Well, you know, maybe that's why I don't have heroes. Yeah, I for, because for the longest time, I remember in school, I used to get made fun of. People like, oh, do you have any heroes? I said, you know, I, I try not. As a kid, I said, I try not to. And they're like, why not? It, because you don't want to say, what would happen if you meet your hero and he turned out to be a bad person? I don't like that. I don't like being let down. I'm a, a realist. Well, that's why all of my heroes are fictional characters. There you go. Yeah, but then you... I mean, because it's, it's the... Then you hear about Richard Dean Anderson. He turns out to be a piece of shit. So it's like, you know, he's... <laughs> Who's Richard Dean Anderson? MacGyver. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's an old reference. It's okay. It's within his lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. He was alive but, in the uh, tail end of the 80s. But here, I mean, but the, the, the thing is, is uh, was Richard Dean Anderson the, the actor? Yes. Yes. Yeah. In, in, okay. in, in real well, life, but he's but a his jerk. his character was, was his character. You, we were talking... Uh, the other the other week about uh, um, cops liking Punisher versus uh, Captain America. You know, like Punisher is not is should not be your role model. Fine to like him as a as an entertainment right. thing, but right. uh, you know if you're going to choose somebody as a role model, maybe like Captain America. Um, and I I was thinking like like yeah he he does yeah there's more real characters and there's and there's more you know human things, but that's not what we want to aspire to be. You know, we want to fail <laughs> at being uh, Captain America, not succeed at becoming a mediocre person. I don't know what that says about me. Cause my favorite heroes are Batman and Wolverines. <laughs> Batman. huh? Well, look, I'm sorry. A favorite angry has nothing to do with what you idolize. You know what I mean? Like I'm a huge, I, I fucking love Batman more than, more than most fucking people. I, I would not want to be Batman. Nor, nor should I. Do I think that there should be a Batman? Yeah, I'd have to lose my dad. I'd rather not have to go through that. <laughs> well, just the idea of fucking vigilante justice, I'm morally against. I'd be Alfred. <laughs> Alfred was <laughs> yeah, badass. No, for sure. That's what you want to be. But Alfred's his yeah. skill set is fucking uh, deeper than Batman. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this happens to be the cussing segment of the show. <laughs> After this, there shall be less cussing. Have you watched the series Pennyworth? Is it any good? It's good. Where, what is it on? It's a British, it's on uh, Netflix. Netflix. I'll have to. Or, uh, Amazon Did they Prime. go with the uh, like ex British Special Forces version? Right. The yeah, SAS started, started with, with him being in the SAS in, in the start of okay. World War One, and uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, the, the original canon was he was literally just you know like his father was uh, worked for the Waynes and he more or less you know was trained to work as a as a gentleman's gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and he just kind of developed a, a skill set, you know, out of necessity. Yeah. But um, I love the later versions where he was like, like, oh, no, he had a life before this. He, you know, British Special Forces and, right. you know, did some time, you know, in the motor pool, you know, as a mechanic and, you know, things that, that ended up being incredibly useful. I, I, um, I do love how the fact that they start him off as some sort of just a standard butler and to, to fit the story of how Batman and Bruce Wayne have all this stuff together to well, yeah like all these all these inventions like you know okay instead of uh, bruce wayne being some super intelligent know-it-all he has the butler who makes some of this stuff for him it makes a little bit more sense. well, yeah, yeah. well lucius, lucius, lucius fox, fox too. was always a character it was just <clears throat> never really brought up in the show or tv show or the movies until 
um, Batman Begins, you know, dropped him in there. No, no, no. The nineties Batman, he was in there. In the nineties, yeah, in the nineties Batman, he, he was, was the one who actually made the car. Batman, but he wasn't very prominent. He was he in. Oh, that's now. right. You're right. He, he made yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He, the nineties Batman. He made the 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 original Batmobile. The the fancy. You're talking about the the eighty nine, right? <laughs> yeah, or it's the, it's the it's the gothic Batman. It's the one everybody likes. Right. The animated show. Yes. Right. Right Wait, after. I'm sorry, t- 90, 89 was the movie. Ninety. Yeah, it was shit, it, it, three or four. Yeah, it's the one that was really kind of took yeah, the stylistic cues off of. Yeah. Uh, off of the 89 um, Batman. But, yeah, thank you, well, they, the secret to that is they actually drew everything on black car, uh, uh, construction paper. Hmm. Yeah, I heard that. So, I mean, no matter what, like all the blank spaces were, were dark. <coughs> oh, uh, during the storyboarding. Yeah. No, 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 during the animation. Yeah, I mean, even, even oh, the actual animation in the itself, art, you know, right. the, the... They did the black cell. papers. So they, had, so they had to bring up the lights instead of uh, bringing, the, mm. bringing the darks. Got it. Right, and it just it said it gave a completely different feel to it, you know, even as they were, you know, doing the artwork. Yeah, it was... It, it, it's one of the, the most amazing cartoons, like, visually. Just, like, even even the style is amazing. It's, um... I forgot exactly the yeah, name of the was, style. Um, so if you uh, get kind of, kind of a noir sort of a oh yeah art deco kind of a feel. that's it art deco that's yeah. it well since I brought up Pennyworth it's worth watching because it shows you the, how uh, Wayne and and uh, uh, Alfred what was your guys' opinion on uh, Gotham I never want I never watched um, it because of <laughs> you're talking about the the new one the which started with him the him as a child yeah. Yeah. Right. I didn't yeah. watch it because after like you guys saw it and like I was excited until you said, Oh, they name dropped everybody at the first episode. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm yeah. and then I tried yeah, watching they name everybody throughout the whole first season and then they just keep going and going and going. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. This. And and all of a sudden you're realizing, like, okay, in this version of uh, of Batman, you know, he's just known everybody since he was nine. Yeah. You know, he yeah. went to fucking school with, with poison Ivy and, you know, so like, like all of those conversations he's going to be having it's, later with these people is like, right. like, dude, remember when we were kids? So Why there's, are you doing it's this? the same issue there, I had with Smallville. There was a, there's a place for that. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. And there's a place for that. Some people really like that. Um, my that's wife would prefer to, to watch that version than watch some of the other uh, more darker versions that I actually liked. And it, 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 know, it all, it, it's all where you're coming from, I guess. I prefer the darker versions. It would be like Batman's. Pennyworth all of a sudden, you know, you're watching Pennyworth and all of a sudden he's meeting everybody that, you know, Batman's going to meet later on. Right. Possibly. Exactly right. And you're- possibly. But interesting enough, it takes actually place in London. And, and in no, England, which is, which is perfect. I'm it's it's like you don't out to London and you're like, oh, there's poison ivy. You're right. <laughs> well, I haven't done yeah, that yet, but yeah, there, you know, when he's a baby or something, you know. And look, I'm fine with a little bit of fan service, okay? Like, like that's what was fine. Like, a lot of the gripes people had with the newest uh, uh, versions of Star Wars, uh, with seven, eight, nine. And in all of the fan services, like, look, I'm fine with, with, with a lot of that, you know, the little nods to the, to the past. But with Gotham, they could have very easily done it with like, hey, you know what? This episode, we're not going to follow Gordon or Bruce. It's just going to be in this other part of Gotham where this convergent thing is happening. You know, a little origin story here and there, but not everybody has to know each other. I think, you know, and he gave this weird, like, like small town 
like suburb kind of a feel to it. And I think it's, it's weird. Personally, I think yeah. all that stuff yeah, is, is, is done better with a wink and a nod than being so in your face about it. And with that being said, please hold on. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the mad trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to the Like that was my, my, my big issue with Smallville was really how all of a sudden they were all <laughs> over the place and it just, you know, like the Luther was like his best friend in school type of thing. I just, that I don't like that because that's not, that's not, that's not even realistic. Like everybody would know who Clark yeah. Kent is without his glasses. Cause at some point in time <laughs> they saw him fall off. He was cleaning his glasses. It's the stupidest premise. And you're talking about a guy who, you know, a, a character who's from another planet. I mean, so come on, it's, 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 it's he really accidentally the candle from a hundred yards away because he took his glasses off and, this, you know, you guys got to watch. Now, um, we're just pretending like that didn't happen. <laughs> hey, what? But the uh, Rob just said, I do. So I, I got one question. <laughs> do you think if they did a, a live action version of the uh, mask of the phantasm, if they brought that character in and they did it right, do you think it would be any good? No, you know, I don't think they need to. I mean, cause that's a pretty standalone kind of a story. Um, they, that's the kind of thing they do in the animated movie stuff nowadays. Like the, the, the DC animated universe is fantastic. They do these little one-offs that are amazing. Well, um, $50 say Disney's going to own DC too. <laughs> well, they may. God, that'd be weird. Wouldn't that be awful? No, nah, I don't think, I don't think I Warner, hope that I mean, doesn't that, happen. That's Warner Brothers bread and butter. No, DC's closing. They're going out of business. They were talking about the comics division. I'd say, <laughs> you know. I'm hoping I, I want to see an X-Men, uh, uh, the uh, wolf, uh, like a Wolverine Batman crossover <laughs> instead of the Ninja Turtles, Batman. Hmm. Oh God. Hmm. Oh, Stan. Hey, that Ninja Turtles, Batman was actually pretty good. It was entertaining, but it was random. <laughs> I kind of agree that actually it was, was pretty good. Very random, but it was also very funny. Speaking of random, there's that Mel Gibson movie. I really want to watch. But me and Dr. James about this. Um, Is it his new one? I, yeah, the new, I can't remember, damn it, what it's called. Um, oh, but God. it's basically about uh, um, Santa Claus, Is it like uh, uh, Chris Kringle, played keep... by Mel Gibson. Oh, you're talking is... about the Mel Gibson one? Yeah. Yeah. I keep wanting to call it Bad Santa, Where, like, but I know it's not that it. Gets into I've some contract with like, the U.S. government and some girls trying to like hire an assassin to kill him because she got a lump of coal. Yeah. Like the the premise of it was just like wait what and it's a rated R Mel Gibson action movie. Uh, yeah, okay, it's like the Santa or something. I don't know. This is something like that. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet though. What's it called? I, damn it! I'm gonna have to look it up. Hold on. <laughs> that that's hilarious. I'm looking for the most recent. Movie. I can't even find it either. And IMDb saying Braveheart. It's like nah, he's he's done more than since. You're not hitting it's, the same thing. All they want to talk about is the Golden Globes. He, who even watched it? That asshole Borat went something again. Fat man. <laughs> God. Oh, fat man. Fat man. Yes, that's it. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see it. I heard about it. I, okay, I it's called seen Fat it. Man. <laughs> echo, echo. His timing was great. <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Uh, meanwhile, Billy, a ne uh, neglected and uh, precocious 12-year-old, 
hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Like NBC's got a new show. I heard it was good, um, but I haven't seen it yet. So is it like, so it's like payback with, so it's like payback with Santa Claus. I would watch it straight up how I was imagining it. If it was that good, I would totally watch it. That's still yeah, one of my well, favorite Mel Gibson movies yeah. of all time is Payback. Just such a simple storyline, A to B, lots of yep. killing, comedy, and that's it. Yep. That's it. Uh, yep. I mean, and, just and a fantastic just, film. You know, yeah, just fantastic. It knew what it was. It executed it perfectly. And it was Mel Gibson's heyday. I mean, he when he just looked yeah. at everybody and kind of like like snarled at him and shit. Just like, yep, this is badass. Yeah. Oh, so let me ask you, Cousin. It was John Wick before John Wick. So we we started out oh, talking. Like shoot him up. Right. Shoot him up was basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyways, go on, Rom. Sorry. So I, you know, we started talking about historical figures and people that we thought were great oh, yeah. people and turned out to be bad people, and and this brings into the same thing, like with Mel Gibson. Are you able to separate out the actor from the the movies that he he yes. portrays? So, yeah, I mean, he could just be a horrible, awful person, yet you're, you're cool with his movies. Yeah. Well, look, uh, would I, 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 I go hand him $20 so I can watch Braveheart? No. You know, but, like, is, <laughs> is Braveheart on, and are a lot of people benefiting from, from, from that movie? It's not just Mel Gibson that, that made that movie. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people, producers, et cetera, who had nothing to do with his personal life that, that benefit from that movie doing well also. You know, well, be, so but, and it's not even out of some moral thing where I don't want to punish the, the the key grip for you know somebody's actions. Like like it's a it's a character, it's a movie. That's not the person. I mean, well, every, I mean, there's plenty of actors who have done crappy things in their life, yet their movies have been good. Sure. So in this in Mel Gibson's case, I mean, how you know we get with guys who's who's homophobic, who's. Uh, anti-jewish but he's apologized for all that when when so so when you yeah okay that does bring up the question when when does somebody say hey you know i was wrong i'm sorry let's move along he's he's been apologizing for years and and years i'm not even i don't want to pick on i don't want to pick on mel gibson i just want to say you know we started talking about other people in history that have just been awful horrible people are you i get you yeah so i thought all right here's a segue in there there needs to be a path to redemption on those kinds of things. You know, I mean, look, there's, there's certain things everybody can agree is, you know, sort of the, the unforgivable territory. You know, you, you hurt kids, you murder somebody, you know, like, like, like things like that. Um, you know, some like crazy abusive relationship, you know, like, like we found out you just been beating your wife for 20 years. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe go jump in a lake, you know, but, um, the, I got drunk and angry and yelled at my girlfriend for a couple of years and it was a toxic relationship. Like, like, and, 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 you know, I got pulled over drunk, those sorts of like Mel Gibson level kind of things. It's like, like, okay, Mel Gibson's kind of a dick. And then people will remember that for a while. And then at a certain point it's, it's like, like, okay, Hey, you know what? What's, what's, what's done is done. You know, he seems to have moved along. I guess people need to be able to see an individual if one, gives a shit enough i guess 
Um, cause it's not like something I follow day to day. Uh, I, I, I personally think because what Mel Gibson and the passion of the Christ, I think there's a couple of things you don't do in Hollywood. You know, don't make fun of, don't be, don't be anti-Semitic. Don't make money outside of Hollywood. But you know and, I, and I think that's what it is. I think the reason why they're so against Mel Gibson, cause, cause the, there is all that. I don't think it's the one thing I think for Mel Gibson personally, it just added up enough that the Hollywood system itself says you, you broke the rules too many times and Hollywood has rules. Well, maybe it was just his turn to learn that rule. And then he's forgiven and he moves along because it didn't stop him from making a whole bunch of movies after that. Yeah, but if you take yeah, a look well, at it, he hasn't been in the like box office, though. He hasn't. He's very, very few, much. very few of his movies that he's been in have been box office hit, hits if he hasn't directed them. Like he did one with Andrew Garfield that I still want to see about that, that guy. Yeah, he's who, done a few things. He did that movie, if I remember correctly, with that kid, that that guy in real life refused to carry a firearm, but he was a medic. Um, something Ridge? I heard it's an, Ridge? Yes. Yes. I heard that's an outstanding that, that is a good movie. But if yeah, not a, Heartbreak Ridge was that Clint Eastwood play. That's yeah. right. Clint Eastwood, yeah. Um, uh, but none of uh, his Patriot? No. But none of his movies like since the, the 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 incident with the cop, none of his movies have been like big box office uh uh, it, Are you talking about when he was doing the Lethal Weapons series? Well, anything. Yeah, he did three of those. And, four. You know, he, four. four. Don't forget about the one with Chris Rock. And Jackie Chan. Oh, heaven forbid. Not Jackie no, Chan. No, it wasn't um, Jackie Chan. I knew you were going to say that. It was Jet Li. <laughs> that's Jet Li. Yeah. Um, but no, like ever since then, like any movie he's been in has been re uh, relegated to the, you know, to the, the B section. Yeah, the bargain bin. You know, he's the straight-to-DVD guy now. Right, with, with but Steven you know Seagal. He's, he's still a oh, good actor, that, that and it's guy's... not like he went along with his wife, you know, like six months later yelled at another cop and, you know, yelled at another girlfriend or, or whatever. You know, he, he seemed to be genuinely remorseful about it and, and moved along with his life in a, in a better direction. That's all I ever want to see. So let me ask a question. Let's flip this because— We live see, in a post-forgiveness world. We seem to be in a position of—, of, of looking at things in a different world in a different light. Let's flip this to a female. Do we know a female actress that has just been labeled horribly awful, Gina. terrible bitch? Amber Heard. And where is her, where is her film career gone? Gina's got pulled from uh, Mandalorian, but allegedly she got another movie from Ben Shapiro. Yeah. They're Amber trying to get Heard, her back. <laughs> Amber Heard allegedly beat the shit out of Johnny Depp. And uh, allegedly just got canceled from Aquaman 2. I don't know how Aquaman 2 didn't get canceled, but allegedly she's gotten removed from that because of, I've heard issues um, because of allegedly what happened to Johnny Depp to something else. So, Yeah, I, I'm just wondering if there's a double standard standard there i don't think it's you know i i do always try to kind of kind of check that like 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 okay would i do this would i have the same opinion if it was uh uh a female or a male or you know try to reverse the roles and, right um that's a good question to 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 ask yourself for real um yeah i can't think of an example off the top of my head of somebody who we did see <laughs> with that that kind of path to redemption oh um Oh, what's her name? That comedian um, who who had that picture of uh, Kathy Griffin. She ah, ever oh. since she did that, she kind of yeah. She she she's been trying to repent for some, you know holding up Trump's cut off severed head. <laughs> that that yeah, see that kind of went bad on her. See, I I I I just think we live in a post forgiveness world. When you have cancel culture, you have all this stuff. When people don't want to see you 
like when I was a kid, it seemed like when people failed, everybody was for the underdog story. It's like, like Mel Gibson, once he really screwed up, he was the underdog. Everybody wanted to see him. Okay. He's got to do better. He sees Mel Gibson instead of, you know, I mean, that's the way I view it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's, this one is going to be good for maybe a little research for next week. Uh, uh, Take a look and see if we can't find examples the same way because it's got to be the other way i mean you hear all the time of these actresses being a black ball because oh they're a bitch or they're hard to work with or they don't do the megan fox couch. that happened to, but with megan fox with one of transformers movies because allegedly her and um who was the director of the transformers movie uh michael bay michael bay michael allegedly yeah. there was issues with michael bay and her and she got she got releva- relegated to the first movie she was a decent character had a little bit of depth for what you can get in that movie and, and was attractive to the second movie. All she was there was, was just for the looks. And so she did something and, you know, so I, there's a lot, um, Britney Spears is the same way where the media was against her. So I think it's more the other way around than I think the media is automatically against a lot of these female celebrities versus, you know, these, these star, the male stars. Male? Yeah. Well, that, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here looking, should we not be saying, okay, let's, let's have some female examples examples where it goes the other way and we could probably make more females than males i just because women are so easily cast aside as you know being that bitch or whatever it may be and and uh it's more difficult for them i guess the question is yeah it it definitely is matter of fact uh, my girlfriend just earlier was was bringing up about how uh you know part of like the harvey weinstein things uh you know, blackballing certain, certain people. Um, I think Ashley judge, she brought up as an example of, and as soon as she said, Ashley judge, I'm like, yeah, she kind of did like fall off the radar after a while. And she was one of my favorite. Yeah. Right. Uh, But like, apparently had, had turned down some kind of advance or, or, or something like that. And then next thing you know, uh, Peter Jackson, who was thinking of casting her in, in Lord of the Rings, uh, gets a call from Weinstein saying that she's difficult to work with and they had a bad experience with her and it was all because she wouldn't like blow him or some nonsense like that. And, but that's not the story that got told to her peers, right? You know, right. Harvey like, Weinstein, you're, you're getting this other story. You didn't hear the story about how he, you know, his piggy fat ass tried to come on to her all weird and creepy. Like he was the shower. You, know, one, you right? heard the story of like, Oh, she's just difficult. Well, Weinstein was the, the Okay, because I thought he—I just thought he was the perv in the shower thing. No, nah, it was just a plain perv, perv. jerk. <laughs> yeah. you know, it just bad, just a bad person overall. Yeah, plain. He was the plain. You want to work in this business, don't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not not a good person. Well, so you know, I I, I think maybe it'll be interesting to to find out more because I know there are plenty, and uh, as a matter of fact, you know, with the Golden Globes that were on yesterday, there were a, a number of actresses who were talked about having difficulty within Hollywood and what they experienced because of the perception that they're difficult to work with. Now, I, I, I do have a, a, a quick question. Like we'll talk about Mel Gibson. Like, no. like, like, and Mel, Tim like, Cruz, no, uh, uh, Ted Cruz, not Ted Cruz. Cruz Bustamante. Oh man. Uh, well, you think about that. Here's my question. Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, uh, how difficult Tom Cruise is to work with, yet he gets all the blusters anyway. I mean, he, he's known for chewing out well, that's set a, members. He's that's known- a Scientology well, I, thing. Shit, I, I think, I don't know if he's known for chewing out set members the way that, that video 
or trade him. I, I don't know if I would. Do you think that is his normal thing, or that was a one one off? I I think he. I think I think that particular thing was sort of a one off. Um, uh, but at the same time, he is very much known for being a perfectionist. I am not some kind of Tom Cruise apologist. You know, I think him as a as a as a human being is one of the oddest people on the planet, um, which is saying a lot for an actor. You know, yeah. but. <laughs> Like he, he definitely is that perfectionist type and wants to hold people to his kind of a standard, which I respect the shit out of. I, um, I do have a, a quick, if I got paid the same amount that he does, I'd respect the hell out of him. Uh, yeah. I, I do have a well, question. And, you know, the reason he was going off on that guy is he put up a shit ton of money to make sure that that set was safe. And now yeah. he's, uh, you know, that one well, guy, yeah. you yeah. know, putting it in jeopardy. So I, I did want to say, we're, we're talking about the difference between, say, Mel Gibson and, say, like uh, Britney Spears or Megan Fox. The difference to, uh, on that, though, is, to me, is Mel Gibson got pulled over drunk, said some sexist remarks, then followed it by, you know, one-upping it more and, and being anti-Semitic <laughs> marks, <laughs> remarks. And then towards, say, like, some of these ladies is because they're female and they were standing up to themselves for themselves. Um, if you want to compare apple to oranges, I guess you'd have, I think you'd have to find somebody who, who fell that big, you know, who did something that everybody's agrees on. That was bad. That's why I brought and, up and Gina. Fell that because, big, that publicly, you know, yeah. like, I mean, a lot, how many of these things happen that it's, it's, you know, not picked up by TMZ or, you know, leaked phone calls and things like that. I, right now, I just don't think it's as common. I think, I, th- I, and I could be wrong. I think right now that's just a male thing. I think that the, the thing the women deal with is, is the other way around is, you know, the legacy of the casting couch, you know, they all, because they're female now they're difficult to work with and they do, you know, they want right. to do that. The only thing I could think of is like, like Gina, but that was definitely in the court of public opinions that everybody thought well, what, what she did was wrong. And I, I, I don't know enough. Okay. Like, I, I, you know, I know what she said. I'm just, I don't know. Have an you bring up yet. another really good, good point. Now we're getting talking about social media <laughs> and what you should say. If you're in the public, what you can say on your social media, whatever it may be <laughs> versus what you can't say, because you could might lose your job. I, I, and, and, and we're, we're, we're getting hypersensitive on, on this I think whole for, issue. for Gina thing, my personal opinion is even if she was, you know, anti-Semitic or anti-trans, it's like, don't say stuff like that, that don't be stupid and say it in a public forum. Basically, social media is a public forum. If you're not going to say it in All a right. room full of crowd of people, don't say it on social media. All you have to do is say something that's taken wrong by one particular group and you get labeled. Two good examples of this is Ken Jennings, who is the guest host or was the guest host of Jeopardy that took over for Alex Trebek. Okay. And he, he got out on the social media and, and – he said something that people took, some people took the wrong way. Next thing you know, he's out of that job. He's not going to get that. So I, I, you know, there's, and, and it wasn't really the offensive and the, and the host of, and I trust me, folks, it's not a show that I watch, but the host of the bachelorette 20 years, he's been a, the host of this bachelorette that goes on and says something stupid on his social media posts. Next thing you know, he loses his job. So where do their right to say, you know, if it's not, you know, baby rapers and, and horrible things, they just make an opinion. Where do they lose their right of opinion? Because they're going to be on some television show. Well, I think, I think, I think right now it's because it's the, 
and this isn't a great way to put it. So forgive me. It's, it's the thing of the month. It's like when me too happened, everybody got, got tied up in the wake of that, the, the good people and the bad people who were doing stupid things like Al Franken got caught taking, you know, allegedly doing, you know, a picture of a very inappropriate picture, but I don't know enough to make him quit Congress. It's pretty uh, creepy anyway. Oh d- yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do what he did. Cause I thought that was wrong, but is, is it's not, you know, so the, the question is, is, is this just the thing of the month? Is, is, is this going to die down? Cause if you see what happened to me too, I don't think me, it's ever gonna die down. me too caught a bunch of people who needed to be caught and it's died down enough for people like, okay, did this person do this or do that? Now the question is, is this just the really hot thing right now? And eventually it'll calm down. Or are we keeping, are we holding people accountable for what they're going to say I, in I public? See, and here's, I think it's both. And I think that it's one of those, like, is it, is it better <laughs> with some collateral damage versus no one gets caught kind of thing, you know, like, because this is going to be a thing that exists as long as, as social media exists because people have realized the power that they wield. You know, it's like, hey, I found a, a place where my vote actually counts, you know, as opposed to, like, let's say the U.S. government, for example. Um, uh, unless you're in a swing state, then, hey, there you go. <laughs> but um, Disclaimer. The point is, is that, that on the, the everyone gets counted on the Internet and all you got to do is co-sign you know, this particular opinion and you can make things happen, you know, via getting somebody fired or blacklisted or whatever. That's a, that's a power that's not going to be given up freely. Hmm. I, I, uh, I have, a, I have another question. Do who, I guess, and this is something I've been thinking about recently. Now that's, let's say about the, the me too and some of the stuff that's happened well, like Al Franken, for example, you know, kind of hovering over the, the lady's chest who gets to say that's that's appropriate or not? Or like Gina and the alleged trans problem, uh, the, the the trans thing, which I'll be honest, I didn't get her trans comment. Um, and I'm pro with that as you can get. So I guess the question is, who gets to say that's right or not? And I'm not quite sure, like if you make a, 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 an inappropriate black joke is, can only the African-American community say that was inappropriate or we're okay? Or is that, I mean, I guess I, I don't understand. How do I say this? I mean, you so know, there's also. And, and who speaks for all black people? Who right. speaks for all trans people? I mean, you know, it, it's, it's these things. And then not to mention, it's this ever moving goalpost. You know, that's, that's the line right now, but, but, and then a week from now it moves so fast. You don't even, I've got an actor or I've got an actor. I can make an example of, and you guys tell me, maybe I'm missing the boat here. Do you guys remember Isaiah Washington? Mm, Big time actor. He was a doctor on, uh, Gray's, Gray's, uh, Gray's anatomy. He was one of the very first original cast members. I vaguely remember him. Ah, see now this is, here's an interesting thing. And this is what, what I was bringing up. He got fired from Grey's Anatomy for making a, a homophobic slur. Okay. And there's a guy off of that. And I think this goes back to, I don't even know. What was the slur? Was it the F word? Um, no, I believe he was making slurs about gay people. No, uh, the, you know, but, the, the F word for gay people. Oh, I, I don't have a clue. I, I it doesn't matter. All I know is that he supposedly made this, the slur the slur he made an apology he was fired from from the set and there's an actor that i haven't seen or heard from him almost since i guess the, that's the question is to him was it worth going back to acting 
Oh, I, you know what? I can't speak for the man, but I don't, I don't know. Cause I could see, and I wouldn't. So the opposite, let's, if they take the same show, the opposite is the woman by the name of Catherine Heigl. Heigl yeah. Right. She's been called difficult oh, for a long time. From, from everything. Still, still to this day, she's talked about being difficult or labeled difficult. And the, from what I hear from the actors that are the directors that work for, with her, she's not difficult. And she's one of my favorite got, actresses too. She got labeled that way. And it's like, she can't <laughs> shake it. So it doesn't take much, I guess, if you're in the world of Hollywood uh, and, and you're in the stardom world to, to, to ruin your career. If you're not careful of what you open your mouth with. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of guessing some people out there are saying, well, this is Hollywood, you know, so this is yada, 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 yada. But my question is say, if it was your mom or, or your wife that got labeled this, or say, if you made an inappropriate, you know, joke about a woman to a female coworker, I get, I, I'm trying to bring up the, well, you're in HR bring, right away. Bringing the fact that where, where's the real world implication for for this? I mean, and that's what it, that's kind of what I wanted because we're we're running up to a hard to the to the end here. And my question, if you're listening, where does it where does forgiveness come from? Because this is really what we're talking about is who gives the right to say, okay, dude, you screwed up. Um, you need to do better. You know, you got to do this, this, and you know, fifty hail hail marys. I, a, I guess a tone you know, for your sin. Yeah. All so right. I guess said, it's the court of public opinion. And once they make their mind up, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I hate that though. I, I want to see people, I want to see uh, like Mel Gibson and lethal weapon five and you know that, the, or Indiana Jones six, the geriatric crusade. I would, I just, I'd love to see all these people <laughs> who have, who have failed or done things horrible. Like Al Franken. I don't like the guy to save my life, but I, I'd love to see a, a redemption story. So but he can do it. Defended to death, death his right to not say it, but, uh, well, no, like, like Ryan and I agree on this. I'll defend your right to be an asshole. I'm not going to defend your right to get repercussions from it. It's, <laughs> to not get re- yeah. repercussions from it. Yeah. I, I, I 100% agree in free speech, I, but also free speech has its, you got to know when to say it. You can say whatever you want, but you know, I, I wouldn't be in the middle of Compton and make black marks uh, like African-American comments, you know, so, or, so you got to choose your audience. I don't know. I just. I don't like the way the world is going. So you have to know when you're, you know, when to put on your mute switch and to know when not to say it. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. I mean, well, that's common sense, John and common sense is not for everyone uh, or common. The other thing is it should be common for everyone, but it is not. It is not. Do you think it's also maybe a society with lack of self-reflection? I was talking to a friend about this last week about, self-reflection and trying to know who you really are. Cause there's a very, a view that you have of yourself. There's a view of other people having yourself uh, of you and somewhere in the middle is the real you. You think it's that as the people don't see themselves is who they are. Like somebody who's racist doesn't see they're racist, you know, for example, if, yeah, if I the, think that's a part of it as well, but I think it's, as I just said, it's common sense, you know, and not to say anything about Mel Gibson, but most of his comments that he made, he was drunk. So his common sense was down, you know? That's, That's true. excusing his actions, but he was still drunk, inebriated. So, um, you know, I think his common sense wasn't at its full function. So what was it? Uh, to well, see, it, it, he shouldn't have said it. Or to the, quote, to quote a dragnet line from the, the sixties, you know, the drink comes in, the truth comes out. Wow. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, exactly. The, the, the point is, is that alcohol just seems to make <clears throat> it easier for people to say the things that they're thinking anyway. 
Yeah. And that's the problem. So and the, the kind yeah, of- and, and I'm not trying to 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 justify or or even or even know what I'm just not just not about Mel Gibson, but there there is a version of that where people get drunk or angry enough, let's say, not even necessarily under the influence of something that uh, that say the most hurtful things they can think of at that moment because you know, because that's how much pain they're in or that's how much anger they want to express and and you you go right for the the darkest shit you can think of <laughs> it's scorched you know? earth yeah i mean it's that kind of a that kind of an anger blind you know and you're and you're looking for something incredibly hurtful or or whatever um so and then you-, you know immediately regret it now i can't say that i personally go into a racist zone you know, or a homophobic zone when I when I get that angry. But I've definitely said shit out of anger that I immediately was like, "Oh, I'm a complete psychopath for saying that." <laughs> Oops. So, no, I, I I think we've we've all done that. I mean, it's the old stick. You know, yeah. open your mouth, stick your foot in. And yeah. uh, I think everybody to agree has done that. And I think, and, uh, don't, don't you think that even like somebody can still not like somebody can not be racist, but they can still say like a racist word because they're so pissed off that they're, they're saying whatever comes out of their, their head. So I almost think that's environmental. If that makes any sense. I very much agree. Okay. So that, that's one of those things. So, because I, it's never been an, ever in, 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 in maybe it has to do with my uh, upbringing, but I, I never had that in my lexicon ever. Well, you'd, you'd still have a limp if you did. <laughs> but I mean, but you're, but, right. But you're, I, you're right in the same way that, that we were saying common sense is, is not common. You know, it, that is, that's a learned behavior, right? You know, those things of to do and what not to do and why this particular <clears throat> thing makes sense is learned behavior. Maybe not every single one of them, but like one small thing you learned in your upbringing informs all sorts of decisions later on or social that groups weren't about that specific thing. You know? Yeah. Social groups. I mean, it, environment yeah. plays so much a factor in, in what is normal to you or, right. or what's, what's abhorrent or, you know what I mean? Like, like go cuss around, talk like me around somebody whose parents have never swore. Right. You know, yeah. they would, they'd look at me like, like this foul mouth person. I bet well, he, we're, 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 man, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that's we're, we're watching the devil incarnated. Right I there, bet he right. works with dead bodies. The pervert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, real pearl kind of shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. but you know, you talk to other people who, who had the same kind of upbringing, who didn't, you know, think about like, let's say swearing is, is some kind of a, uh, a thing. And it's just like, Hey, look, this is just how people talk sometimes. Okay. So we're, we're, we're pretty much, we're up. We're, we're out up. of time. So, but Go. I, I want to, we're going to finish this up. So everybody's going to get a last chance to say something. Um, we are. Yes. Oh. I, I would I'm say. I'm just going to cuss for five minutes at the end of this. That's what we're leading up <laughs> oh, then, to. Yeah, then, but you only get uh, 15 seconds. <laughs> I, I would say, I think we need as a society to figure out how to forgive people and give a path to redemption. And B, realize that what you say, the like, internet isn't real life. What you say on the internet should not be acted or, and or said in, in IRL. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, and, and you know what, you you as an individual, you out there in, in podcast land are not the arbiter of morality, you know, like yeah. just don't walk around like your shit doesn't stink. Good point. It's, 
it's, it's up to you to vote with your dollars and not see the next Mel Gibson movie, not call the studio and bitch them out for not doing enough. You know, yeah. let those things, yeah. unless it's criminal, that's a different story entirely. If it's criminal, hey, let's all get up in arms and grab some pitchforks. Let's go. You know, but it just just this hurt my feelings. Stop being a whiny baby. I know he's being a hypocrite. Well, okay, uh, pitchforks in the form of you know like some protest sign or something. Let's get out there like some hippies <laughs> with some with some signs. Hey, I represent resemble that. Remember. Hey, not not just the hippies aren't the only ones who protest. Well, no, as, as, as the old guy once told me, you know the difference between me and hippies of my generation. I said, "What's that?" I said, "I used to shower." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hippies these days are posers. So yeah, they're not the, the, the James. Do you have anything to add? Take their card away from. Them. Stay constipated. <laughs> Stay constipated. Hold your shit is what you're saying, huh? <laughs> In James' old inimitable ethnic fashion, uh, Rob. So just out of a quirky thing to to watch, if you guys have, uh, God, I believe it was Netflix. I'm always looking for different shows to watch, and, and a show that came up to, to watch was uh, Queen's Gambit. And if, oh, yeah. if you guys haven't watched that series, it's the very strangest thing to watch, but it kept me absolutely fascinated about this Completely woman. Completely captivating. Yeah. Ah, grows up becoming this chess champion and you just got to watch it. I, my recommendation even for if, the week. Even if you don't like chess, it, it yes. has nothing to do with no. your particular interest in chess. Not at you all. You don't have to know anything about chess. You might catch some of the more inside things, but it's not like it's just full of inside baseball. Yeah. It's a fantastic, and it's a mini series. It's just a limited series. Yeah, I think it's like eight, eight ep- episodes right. that's done. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So, that's my recommendation, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> please do us a favor if you've watched Queen's Gambit, let the old guy or James or whoever know. We're kind of curious in your opinion. And as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. And return to Pooh Corner? What the hell was that voice at the end? <laughs>